0: Welcome to the Love on the Go podcast, brought to you by Carolina's Matchmaker. I'm Lori Berzak, and for over 17 years, I've been helping singles find the relationship of their dreams all over the Carolinas. Along the journey, I've met so many amazing professionals and experts from various fields, and I'm excited to introduce them to you. What's my goal? I want to help you look at love and relationships in a new way, and to grow in your understanding of how love works. Let's learn together how people have overcome personal obstacles and have found love, first and foremost, with themselves. The ultimate goal is realizing that you are worthy and deserving of love. Let's get started. I am excited to welcome Ashley Jones onto the Love and the Go podcast. Welcome, Yay. Ashley.
1: Thank you, Lori. I'm so excited. Thank you for the invitation. And you're welcome. Here. I'm um so excited to join you this Friday. Yes. yes, it's Friday.
0: It's the Friday before Valentine's Day that we yeah. are talking. And I yeah. have my big event Saturday night, which we'll talk yeah. about it on a future episode. Yes. But um So Ashley's in. She's a commercial banker in the financial industry, and and she lives in the Triangle. She's in the Raleigh area. Um, Ashley, let's start with how old are you, Mm -hmm. and
1: are you divorced? Let's give give us some background there. Oh, that, all that. Um, I am fifty one years old. Mm -hmm. Um, just turned fifty one in December, and very proud of that because I am a um confident, very secure, fit fifty one, and embrace age, you age gracefully, age is attitude. Yes. Oh, and
0: I've watched your metamorphosis with with how you've always had a good body image. Thank you. But there was a definitely a point in time where you were, you kind of joked around a little bit about your body and then you, what happened?
1: Yoga. Yoga. I became a yogi. Um, And that's exactly what happened. And about two years ago, coming out of the pandemic and became a five day a week practicing 5 30 in the morning yogi and it was a process but it's a journey that i have and i i absolutely love with a passion yes and i practice this morning at 5 30 um it is a day now it's become a daily practice right it's a love. And, and you're are you also still vegan I'm pescatarian. Pescatarian. So, okay. um, right. Yeah. So I eat seafood. I love sushi. I can't set yes. up. So, um, yes. I don't eat land meat or, or dairy. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, but you really, we, I remember
0: we did a photo shoot with you and you kind of <laughs> joked about your hips a little bit. You were like, Oh, I've got my <laughs> grandmother's <laughs> hips. Remember it was I so did. cool because <laughs> I'll just say as a woman, you know, I talked to so many women Sure. Who, put, who put down their body parts like right. I hate this and I hate that sure. and you were just like the opposite of that you owned it you you yeah. you connected it to a person that you loved who passed down your hips and yeah and you know and right. you, who, you know it's like I remember once I took a picture and I said to my friend oh I, I don't like my legs and she looked at me she's like that is your leg <laughs> <laughs> i'm like wait oh yeah that's my leg i mean it was just this weird like epiphany of like why am i <laughs> hating a body part that like gets me around and you know allows me to enjoy my life and right. i don't know you well, just had a really thank you loved how you were because i'll work with a lot of women they look at their pictures yeah. which are always beautiful sure. and they say oh i hate how i look oh this that, and that and it's yeah it's, it's sad
1: it is sad it's sad and Yega. And I guess it could apply to anything. Yoga is really a mindset; it's not just a sport. But what it did for me is, I found my confidence. I found myself again. Yeah. And I think what happens after post my divorce, mm-hmm. you lose yourself, or people tend to, and that's men and women, not just women. That's right. But, but it's not just a one gender gender thing. But yoga recentered me. It brought me back to my confidence, to my self-esteem, I I use it as a pose. If it's a pose, it's challenging. I can't do it this day, but in a month, I'm going to do it. Mm. And I'm determined and I'm committed. And that's what, it was a journey. It's it's a continued journey. I love it. I'm deepening my practice. I'm doing advanced yoga now and, um, called Ashtanga. Mm -hmm. And, um, I absolutely love it. And it saved me. It saved me from my grief of my father who had passed four years ago, actually today. And um, it saved me from all of us universally dealt with the pandemic and the lockdown. Mm -hmm. It brought me back to life. It really did. And I have a wonderful Yogi community here in Raleigh. And um, I love it. I'm so
0: happy for you and Thank you me. and I have known each other for many years so you were yeah. you were divorced tell us how old were you let's Ugh. let's go down that rabbit hole yeah. for a minute yeah. Yeah, how yeah. old were you when you got married how long did you know him ahead yeah. did you see red flags in the beginning Great. Long, yeah all that
1: yeah yeah so I met my ex um post-college so mm-hmm. we were married in 1997 and met through friends mm-hmm. and um We were married seven years, did not have children. So I hate to say clean break, but it was Um, no children. um, And now he's moved on and lives out of state. But I would say I was young. I was 20, 25 when I got married. Right. So I was divorced in my early, do the math, seven Uh years, early 30s. And um, what was it
0: about him that? What you were attracted to in the first place and then why ultimately did oh, it yeah. not work out
1: yeah and that age group right um mm-hmm. physically physically attracted to him he's uh-huh. a very nice looking guy um he was a doctor he okay. is a doctor um okay. that too, the professionalism and that he was driven yeah um but the his personality was smart and he was funny and okay. so and i still like that to this day that hasn't changed right but I think the whole romantic, the idea of love, oh, we're in love, young love, we were both caught up in that when I mean, we both were. So, but um, so what happened? He strayed. Um, okay. Yeah, he strayed. And um, about seven, about in the last year of the marriage, unfortunately. Yeah. And and did happened. he
0: tell you? Did you find that you weren't as close when that happened? Or was yes. it like a complete surprise to you?
1: It was a combination mm-hmm. because we were in marriage counseling at the time. Mm-hmm. Um we were trying to work on our marriage. He had some family things that were surfacing mm-hmm. um that were causing some of his depression. Um we were living in Durham at the time. He was a, he's a was a physician at Duke at the time and right. um so it was it was it was it was it was tough. It was I'd be honest with you. It was it was pretty tough, but I found out through a third party and then we parted ways and you know as best as we could so he 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 owned it so I'm
0: yeah. assuming that he did not end up with the woman that he strayed with
1: yeah no, he didn't he yeah. um eventually met somebody else and yeah in the midwest so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: and so that's kind of what I've observed is when people do stray it's not often for that person it's just kind of a reason to you know boost their self-esteem because they don't have enough of it you mentioned he was depressed and yeah. then also um just kind of have like a like a reason to for the for the marriage to end instead of just really handling it and just being like this just is not working
1: right and I mean, that gets back to age i mean you know this in the, in the field you're in i mean yeah. it's age emotional intelligence i have yeah. much more emotional intelligence 20 years later than I did then and how to handle and cope and deal with a crisis situation which is you know a marriage that's starting to crumble so
0: do yeah. you think it's possible do you feel like if you were older and you had this emotional intelligence and he strayed while he was depressed right you could have gotten over it and somehow worked through it
1: if he had yeah we probably we, we I think, I don't know. I mean, he would have to be on the same wavelength as me um, Mm -hmm. in terms of maturity. Um, Mm -hmm. I think we could have, I mean, I divorced him. So it was me Mm -hmm. that, that pulled, you know, called the attorney. Um, You know, it depends on the counselor, the people that we had to help work through it. And was he committed? I mean, there was some immaturity on his part too. So Mm -hmm. were we there at at that stage of our life in terms to deal with something like that? Now, in middle age, that may be a whole different thing. Um, mm-hmm. But when you're in your younger part of life or stage of life,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you're you're it's different. It's just different. Yeah. So, as you. Yeah.
0: Know. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So you were divorced at thirty-one, early thirties, and then you you came and worked with me with Carolina's Matchmaker, <laughs> yes. like four years ago or so. So what yeah. happened in between those two times? Did you have long did. relationships did you did. get closer fill us in on that
1: well i ran a few marathons in between there too so that was that was a different chapter of my and that's what i was in love with in running okay. um so i met through a friend john another john whoops should not say names but i dated him for about 11 years and it okay. was own again off again relationship and mm-hmm. um That was a lot of self-growth now um, looking back with mental clarity Mm -hmm. and see where I probably we probably should have parted ways probably after the second year Um, but we were both trying to make it work make it work Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of self-growth since that relationship. That was probably the toughest relationship I've had in my adult life. What was it specifically Is it that you just kept
0: thinking, ah, I can make this work if, you know, I'll just forget about this. Like, what was like the main thing?
1: He, I won't, I won't say that he has some narcissistic Hmm. tendencies. I was aware of narcissism at that time. Like we all have more of an, a whole world has more of an understanding of that. Mm -hmm. Um, that's something you can't really work with. You have to part ways.
0: So he was gaslighting you and making you feel like what your truth was was not in fact true
1: yeah and and I'll be honest with you Lori on this I gained a lot of weight during this time and I'm right. I'm a petite woman as you know mm-hmm. and I gained a lot of weight and lost myself in that relationship okay trying to make it work trying to make it work and lost myself and my family and I we've talked about it and a lot of that I think was because my marriage had failed I met him through a friend about two years after post-marriage. Right. And I think that was, okay, if that marriage didn't work, I'm going to make this relationship work, despite him having narcissistic tendencies and qualities, and, you know, you can't work with that. So um, now I know so much more at 51 than I did in my 30s, really 40s. Um, It's amazing, you know, the clarity, so...
0: So did you have a big, well, and what's interesting, I was just going to back it up for a minute yeah. about narcissists is yeah. usually they don't let you go so easily.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And, and now I know the bait and switch. It was, I miss you. I miss you. I would go back. My younger self would go back yeah. and then the same behavior would start again. Right. Unfortunately. And um, I would, it was, a, it was a cycle. That's why it lasted so long. So,
0: so. how did you finally put the
1: kibosh um probably 28 it would say is about 2018 um um when my dad was sick and mm-hmm. um he had ALS and when he became sick um that ex was not the compassionate and then friends and family pointed out and my father was like you and I've talked about our fathers hung them in we we're both very blessed to have wonderful father figures for daughters and um I started just opening my eyes I think when something like that happens yeah something powerful like that with a loved one dying you start to reevaluate Um, yes and I reevaluated and thought I'm not this is not changing I need to do something Um, yeah and so when he died he didn't call me when my dad died he knew he knew my dad and that did it I
0: wow I wow good so you were able to put it down and walk away and then right. not soon after you yeah. called me
1: yes your friend <laughs> yeah <laughs> so I um was always a little nervous about online dating just because of my family my dad who's in heaven was in the political realm um and so I was always nervous about being online for dating or romantic relationships yeah so one of my girlfriends had seen who used to live in Charlotte and it was aware of your organization or your of your company and so she says, you need a car and she said that's don't. when I got in touch with I'll never forget yeah. that conversation too. yeah oh, gosh
0: I, I really remember <laughs> it so well telling you all about yourself and what yeah. you were looking for and yeah. and we did at the time we did some yeah. matchmaking didn't we we did okay which yeah is is challenging um yeah. yes and and then um i introduced you to some people and you did end up in a relationship i did with someone for a little while
1: yeah it went bad but it just no it didn't work out no i won't be negative about that person he's a good guy he's yeah he's got yeah. he's good qualities so. yeah we we both liked him yeah he, he was got, a good guy yeah he's, he wasn't an narcissistic so or something
0: yeah. yeah he's just a good guy just didn't work out but that was for a period of time and yeah. then um we decided
1: to switch gears and try some
0: online dating
1: <laughs> we did we, we, did. Did. we got, you know, got between jennifer and molly yep. it was great the staff they're fantastic yep. yes i love them still today How they, um, you. they are you have a, a top-notch staff Thank um you they coached me and you guys coached me and I embraced it. And it was, this was the time period of what coming out of the pandemic. So this was coming out of COVID. So still kind of a spooky time of, you know, who's vaccinated, who's not vaccinated. And um, we still had to worry about that, especially when Mm -hmm. people are immunocompromised. So um, that was good to have them as support and kind of talk you through it. Because I, like I said prior, I was always nervous about getting online because yeah. of all the horror stories you hear. And, mm-hmm. you know, so mm-hmm. but it was great to have Molly kind of walk me through it. And
0: we I'm did the people. professional photography.
1: We did. Got some yes. beautiful
0: pictures of you, stunning yeah. photos. I remember I was at that photo shoot and your friend came with you.
1: Yeah, Gina came. Yeah, yeah we
0: went down to Noda. We did the yes. photos and then yeah. and then we helped you select the pictures. Yes. Yeah. And then we helped you with your profile.
1: Yes. And then it's we great. watched
0: you on match. Yeah. And then every week we went through and found five men that we thought looked decent for you yes. all over. Yes.
1: yes. And yes. then
0: you started talking to people, you started messaging, you started meeting people yeah. in
1: person. And then what do you feel like you learned out of all well, that? Well, first of all, it got me. That's a great question too. It got me back because we had been a lockdown for what, two years. And yeah got me back out there, you know, mm-hmm. and I hadn't started my yoga journey yet. that came later, but um, I had to rebuild my confidence. Mm-hmm. I was, it helped propel me back into the world of talking to men and dating and getting back out there. And mm-hmm. it was great. So yeah. it was good. It was a good exercise. So
0: sometimes people feel like when they go on a date, and they don't like the person that it was a waste of their time right can you talk to that
1: yeah that's yeah um I don't I look at everyone as an experience and it's a new friend Mm -hmm. I used to think that way too and I think I know I don't think I know with my being a yogi you look at everyone brings something to the table that's right and you know um I've dated since being a yogi and being fit again um, people who weren't as fit as me but they were really good people Mm -hmm. and you know it's like my friend said Gina that Mm -hmm. you can take someone that's overweight and make them fit but if someone's not a good person you can't make them you know um, a good person so it's meaning. Mm -hmm you can the, the 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 in shape part you can always work with is if you're a good person at core right. and that so but the dates who weren't you didn't have chemistry they maybe they became a friend you know yeah. stay in touch with so i always feel like
0: um everyone i meet brings something to people like you said and i'm going to yeah. learn something from them i'm just meeting yeah. another human being in this yeah world right and i always feel like even if you sit down at the table and you're like, well, I'm not attracted to them. So what else, what else can you gain from that experience? So dig deep instead yeah. of closing down. I'll sometimes send somebody out on a date and it's like, they won't even show up. They'll just like, kind of give them like a 20% of their personality. And the other person will say, well, he wasn't that interesting to me. And it's like, well, he's a very interesting man. He just wasn't showing it yeah. I'm thinking because he wasn't interested. Right. And that's a shame. I think everybody needs to bring their A game to whatever experience they had, because you never know somebody you meet could have a brother or cousin who could be a potential good match. Right. 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 You never know. Or maybe you teach that person how to be on a date at the very least.
1: Yeah, exactly. Make them feel good. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And because I mean, we're on this earth once and we have to embrace I mean there's a reason that person came to you there's a reason that person you were you were set up and Mm -hmm. you know what They there may not be physical chemistry but they could be a friend and to your point yeah they could have a colleague they could Mm -hmm. have a cousin there could be somebody that is a fit Mm -hmm. I mean you just have to have an open mind that's exactly it's that open-mindedness I love working with people that are
0: open-minded yes yes yeah I mean there might be certain things that they want like they're looking for somebody who's you know, has a certain look, or they are a yeah. certain age, if they want to have kids right. or certain religion or politics sure. or whatever, but, yeah. you know, and that I respect. And then yeah. let's like really break it wide open in terms of personality type and yeah. energy level or what they Fine. like to do and all that type of thing when I do my mm-hmm. matchmaking. So you, you met a bunch of different people with the online program that we worked yeah. on. You yeah. learned a lot. You love the team. Um, you got some coaching. And then what happened?
1: Um, so at the end of our time, um, I had someone at my company that I met, and I worked. I worked. Excuse me. We did work. Um, we ended up dating. He asked me out about a year ago, and okay. we ended up um, dating for. I missed a year, yeah. um, and we parted. Um, probably right around the end of the year, first of the year, but just it. We had came to an impasse, and um, it wasn't as healthy as I it needed to be for me. So.
0: Understood. Exactly. Wish so
1: him. Wish him you, well. you
0: wish him well. Um, He wasn't living a healthy enough lifestyle for you is what right. it sounds like to me. Yes. Okay. And then you recognize once again, that while you would have loved for it to work out, yeah. it didn't. And that was probably kind of hard because I saw you were traveling all over yes. and obviously having a ball. Yes.
1: Yes. And
0: it's hard to walk away from something when you don't have something else. And I think that's what keeps a lot of people in relationship.
1: Well, and a lot, you know, it's funny as you said that Lori, a lot of my girlfriends here in Raleigh, I've been mm-hmm. talking to in the last month and know that we've split. Yeah. Um, he and I've split. Um, they're like, actually, I don't know how you could. And some are married, some are divorced, some most of them are married. But mm-hmm. they're like, that's so proud of you for walking away. Oh, you know, knowing amazing. that we we had traveled over, you know, to Europe and done all mm-hmm. these fabulous trips. Mm-hmm. But it's not about the trips. It's no. about if he's healthy. And can he communicate the way I need him to communicate? And that's the difference was compared to my 20 version of myself compared to my middle age version of myself. Mm
0: -hmm. And you were able to walk away and with comfort because you knew that you were doing something good for yourself. Exactly. And then you could just sit back in that and not feel despair or second guess yourself. You gave it a lot of thought you realize this is not what you needed in one in your life. And I mean, I think we could just say it was an addiction. I mean, I think it's safe to say that. Okay.
1: Yes. And
0: that he had, and um, it takes a lot for somebody with an addiction to get well. And it takes a lot of work and, and for them to kind of get out of the dating scene for a minute and work through whatever it is they have. And they can be wonderful people to date and to marry. Right. He needed to do that work, which he hadn't done yet. Right. Right, and I don't even know that he realized that he needed the work or right. accepted that he had a problem, which is, right. yeah, one, you know, thing. Right. You do. yeah, right. mm-hmm. so with that
1: type of issue, yeah, yeah, and, and you know, I haven't talked to him. I haven't communicated since yeah. that happened, and mm-hmm. that's the healthy way to to for me. It's about. Yeah my wife yeah know, I learned that from that narcissistic relationship in my 30s yes that's the takeaway from that bad toxic relationship is how what to how what did I learn from that mm-hmm. and how do I apply it to my life today mm-hmm. in my current romantic relationships yeah it's what to look for and in, in, yeah
0: Right. And it did take you a while to
1: see that red flag, didn't it? (laughs) Well, well, for for the current one. um, No, not so much because we lived in different towns. Mm. And so he lived um, about two hours away from me. Mm-hmm. So that's why it took a little bit longer for me to realize to we're in the same town. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Okay. No, that makes perfect sense. And that, yeah. that is a challenge with online, da- with, with online dating and also that you meet somebody out of town and then also right. just, yeah. you know, however you meet them. Yeah. Um, so did, did you have to like block him and stuff? Did you have to, was he coming at
1: you or when you, mm-hmm. when you,
0: when you ended it, he respected it?
1: Yeah, well we bet I asked I asked for some space and then when I asked for space, he he just pushed the button and said, okay, we're done. It canceled all our future trips and that was it. Okay. So yeah. when I asked for space, I just asked for space for a month and that was it just and it just imploded and unfortunately on his end. And he was reactionary about it. Right. And the reactionary was in text and I never replied that to it oh my goodness. and um that's why I thought this isn't healthy this is a sign and my girlfriend said to me actually that's a sign be grateful you saw that side because living we only saw each other on weekends mm-hmm. so yeah that's that's one of the challenges sometimes of long distance dating so yeah
0: I'm just gonna say it I yeah. hate handling conflict on text
1: yeah, and I never reply. Pick up back.
0: the freaking phone. Yeah, right. You, yes, or do a FaceTime if you're in a long distance relationship with somebody yeah. or whatever. But don't text message. Now yeah. I know that nowadays you have to deal with conflict via text sometimes, but
1: yeah. there's a lot
0: of people that are just not good at texting, and yes. that can easily ruin a relationship. Yes. Um, yes. And I think it also just on a tangent about texting is yes. I feel like. It is so hard for my clients and for people that I speak to that are single to sustain that kind of high energy level, excitement, banter, whatever, right after a first date, between the first day and the second date, like how much texting do you do? You don't want to suffocate somebody. You don't want to jump into the middle of a relationship. You know, you don't want to necessarily, um, you know, assume things people don't always understand people's sense of humor if it's sarcastic or whatever it's like right on the line people get insulted or yeah. somebody is busy and right. they don't have time to be texting and then they get yeah. insulted. the other person gets insulted that they yeah. don't respond right away yeah and it's a whole thing and you don't text again if you were the last one to text and
1: yeah it is so hard so many misunderstandings and, and interpretation and yes. wrong I mean it's that's why picking up the phone for me when even when I was doing the online dating um with your program Mm -hmm. I would always say to someone let's talk on the phone because I want to hear the phone hear the inflection in the voice Mm -hmm. hear the just have that phone rapport and just understand you know hear their personality just what type of person um but this this again I'll learn from this this was the, the relationship I just you know just got out of mm-hmm. again he's not a bad guy he's has kids he's a wonderful father it's just it's not for me it's yeah me. yeah not. and that's perfectly fine and so
0: it sounds like I've sort of seen your metamorphosis and you've described yeah. it so well where you know your 20s versus and Luke kind of losing yourself and then finding yourself and then not losing yourself in the last relationship, but not seeing things c- as clearly. It took you a minute to see it clearly, and then you realized it, and then you were able to, to yeah. end it. Right. And so, who's next?
1: I don't know. My girlfriends are all working on that. <laughs> I'm going to keep my eyes out, too. For yeah, sure. thank you. Know you, yeah. you know, it's, I will. Yeah. Um, that's another thing when you're, you know, when you're middle age mm-hmm. is that you can be selective. Yeah. You know, and, the good thing having had relationships that didn't work out and I always think back to my toxic one in my 30s and 40s that Mm -hmm. was the longest one Mm -hmm. um I can pick up on a red flag pretty quick now and there's just certain behaviors that um I can pay I I can figure out pretty quickly um Mm -hmm. you know dating that's why the old saying you should date someone every season. Yes. And that applied to this current relationship because we did have commonality in our work worlds. Yeah. And I had, of course, colleagues like, hey, what happened? I'm like, and my script was, because I wanted to be respectful. Is this why you date every season? That's I was right. not going to badmouth or be disrespectful. Yeah. Because I do. He's a good guy. But you date every season because mm-hmm. you need to see how someone handles conflict how someone if they're empathetic okay that's something in my middle age I you have to have em- empathy you have to be empathetic right and if you don't have that he did have that cuz he had kids and he's great with them but others I've been with I mean that is a that's a non-negotiable if yeah. you cannot be empathetic yeah mm-hmm.
0: well one trend that i see if i'm like yeah. really being real about evaluating yeah. is all three of them have not really had self-awareness yeah yeah
1: <laughs> Agreed.
0: Agreed. right great okay. right great so Agreed. that's what we need to look for for your next match. yes
1: exactly it's
0: very self-aware
1: yeah and and um all three are highly intelligent i mean yeah yeah and um this one was ivy league and but um yeah the empathy the the, how you communicate get off the text let's have a phone call you know right i mean the text i think is a safety for some people and yeah it's good to banter and and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but the serious things need to be over the phone or in person yeah for
0: sure all right so since i have you on this platform (laughs) yes there could be a nice gentleman that's listening or a (laughs) or a, a female who's like oh my god
1: she'd be great for my brother (laughs) what are you looking for in someone okay well first of all i am someone that practices yoga they don't have to be a yogi but they need to care about fitness that's important so taking care of themselves and taking care of themselves mentally and physically okay um empathy i go back to it that's like my word i'm own because it's real it's true and they have to have empathy or be empathetic um someone that's a good communicator someone who's honest is yep. honest yes um, what about age range how high would you date <laughs> probably um not past um if they're healthy 60 okay it'd be my limit that's if fair it's
0: nine years up and then what about would you date yeah. a younger man
1: yeah i mean if they if they already have kids and they're not they don't want kids and they're okay yeah that's fine yeah oh you're going way younger oh no no i wouldn't go below um 38 Uh, i mean no no no, no. (laughs) wait how old are you
0: 40 40 40. (laughs) all right so you date you're 51 you date 40 got it okay Yes, right.
1: like a lot of younger guys like mature women. You know, again, if the kids aren't in the picture, then you know, it's you never know. So you don't. Like,
0: I mean, I think that's a great idea. Yeah. I, I tell all everyone I know you should date younger, younger men yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all the all yeah. the older dudes listening to me are like, stop it, Laurie. We like to date <laughs> the younger women. like, fine, whatever. <laughs> <We> do you <laughs> there's literally no reason why you should not be dating a younger man right no reason at all
1: look I didn't have children I didn't and there's nothing wrong with having children are great they're wonderful and I always date guys that have kids and that's I love they're always love their kids but this and I will miss those kids I met his kids they're great but um I just it it wasn't in the cards for me and it's okay and I think that's the way it was supposed to be in the universe and um but I think that has helped me to you know, people think I'm younger than I am and that's okay too. So well, you look very young. Thank you. And that's yeah. probably that and diet and going to bed every weeknight between eight and eight 30 and oh four 15. Wow. It, it is all of it to be where I want to go with my yoga. So
0: yeah. Yeah. It's so great. I mean, maybe like a yoga retreat would be a good, great place for you to meet somebody. I know somebody that met her husband on a yoga retreat.
1: Yeah, I've done um, this. You're great. I've done one on out, Outer Banks, but not yeah. no way. But they are great.
0: Okay. What about uh, politics and religion? What are you looking I'm for there?
1: Me. I'm independent. Okay. So I'm not a party. Proudly so. Not a party.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, think politics today is dysfunctional, and I just try not to. <laughs> really, I will, I read Twitter news just just to get the highlights, but I'm not absorbed with it. Um, okay. Someone who's open minded again that topic too um and not closed off and like you've got to vote for this person or that person you need to be open-minded because it should come down to the person and not the politics yes okay what about faith i grew up catholic i am catholic but i don't go to church every week so um usually on my yoga mat um so i'm open to someone that's not catholic um, but I wouldn't say they have to be, you know, they have to, I don't want to have the pressure. I feel like I have to go to church every week. Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah. That makes perfect sense. And um, then do you have any height, height requirements? You're a petite girl.
1: Um, woman. five to five, eight is probably the shortest The minimum. One. Okay. Yeah. All right. Five, eight. That's um, fair. my husband was five eight so okay yeah. all right well yeah
0: we'll do that okay good well actually it has been so great thank to you i have enjoyed i love seeing you
1: and all your and i wish you so much success with your event this weekend as oh. well i have good weather in charlotte and thank so, you yes and do you have a
0: favorite charity
1: yeah okay so um als so project als Mm -hmm. um foundation they're on new york but the project als is my favorite charity okay Um, and i love them because of them they're doing work to try to find the cure for als up in columbia university and i've gotten to know them meredith estes and estes family they're great
0: Okay, great. We'll put, we'll drop that link um, in the show notes.
1: And
0: I will look forward to speaking to you very soon. Have a great weekend. Thank you, Lori. Thanks for listening to Love on the Go. I hope you join us on our next episode. You can make sure to know when it is by following us wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, if you enjoyed it, it'd be great if you left us a review. I'd appreciate it. In the meantime, to learn more about me and how my team can help you, visit carolinasmatchmaker.com. Until next time.